Welcome to the J&J Podcast. This is Jessica. And I'm Jamal. What is going on? We are back. Y'all hear that? We back in full effect. We got new equipment. We doing it the right way this time. We decided to come back on you guys because I've been seeing, you know, everybody else starting podcasts and, you know, we want to come on back. Yeah, it's been a while. Basically, everything didn't happen. And we're fast forwarding a year into COVID now, and we've had a lot of ups and downs and trials and tribulations, but we finally got together to get back on track. If anybody asks, I've been the one who's been holding us back, but now we're back in full effect, and we're going to get this thing back going in the right direction. Yes, it's hard, so I've been here. I'm I'm glad you did. (laughs) I'm, I'm very glad that you finally took the blame of this, because it was not me. I always been on it, but then I kind of had a slip up too, to where I really wasn't talking about it because we both had a lot going on. So, right, but here we are now, ready to get back into action. Yes, yes, yes. So, year after COVID, what has happened with you within this year, Mister Lewis? Man, if we're gonna be honest, and I mean absolutely honest. Um, COVID happened. I worked for a job that dealt in. Um, something that was critical to moving forward. I don't want to name drop, but it, it dealt with, let's just say, flights and things and such of that nature. So I kind of hit a minor bump in the road, setback. Um, and I know a lot of you people probably were affected by layoffs due to COVID and, and things and such. And I'll just be forthcoming. I mean, and this is totally off script. Mm-hmm. I lost my job last year. Mm. And it was right in the midst of um, starting this whole podcast and everything going on. So let's just back up to last July. Um, basically got a notification saying, hey, we don't want to, but due to COVID and the cutbacks, we don't know how long the country or the world is going to be in the flux. Um, so... I got a two-week notice, and boom, there it was. I'm jobless. And I know a lot of people didn't know because a lot of people didn't even know I had moved back to Huntsville in a sense. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those things that I fly so low under the radar that, you know, a lot of people don't even know what's going on in my life, which that's the way I like it to be, and that's the way it should be. I I don't live a very public life. Um, so that happened, but I mean, I'm working again, so, you know, don't feel bad. I'm back on my feet and all, but it, it got rough for a while because it's one of those things you used to being on the go all the time and, uh, just not having a job to go to or not just having anything to do on a daily basis kind of drives you insane. So it was kind of one of those things that I was literally going crazy because, I was used to having a full slate of things to do throughout the day. And then, in the instance, I didn't. But the great thing about it, I got to spend more time with family. Um, I had my daughter here uh, from South Carolina because her school shut down. And I had my daughter who's here with me pretty much. Um, I got to spend unlimited time with them. And my brother who played 
plays football. He was home. So it was kind of like a family affair. So that was the plus side to it. It, it kind of brought families back together as to where we sitting around eating dinners at home and uh, got to work out with my brother and just got to spend time with family and a few friends. You know, with the COVID thing, it was kind of tough and everybody was kind of sketchy as far as who you wanted to have around. But we made it work. And like I said, now I'm back on my feet and – a lot of people can tell, and I know a lot of people don't really follow me like that, but those of you who do know me, you wouldn't have never knew that, that I was going through anything at that point in time. Yeah, I will say that. You definitely were going through it. And, you know, through the grace of God that you were able to get through that tough patch in your life. Because right, right, right. I can only imagine, you know, you losing your job and just trying to figure out the way because you've been working for ever <laughs> so can you imagine you you go to work and they tell you because of covid that things are no longer going to work we're gonna have to go our separate ways and then all of a sudden you just you're out of a job for some months but right, right, like right. you said you know you came back you pushed on through and you know you have a strong support system right because you know i got you back and I'll say this, I never heard it. I never wanted for anything. I didn't miss any meals. I mean, money never got tight. And I know a lot of people can't say that. And I'm not saying it in a boastful or, or bragging way. I'm just saying from a sense of everything kept moving forward. Like the, the, the train didn't stop. You know, my kids never went without. Uh, I never went without. Every bill was able to get paid. And I never had to worry about where my next anything was coming from it was just kind of like i fought that battle in private and you know good lord bless me to get back on my feet so here i am today yep and god is good he definitely is so anything else before oh, i go on my spiel i mean i'll <laughs> tell you guys this i mean it kind of hit a rough rough patch in december right around the holidays i actually had covid and it yes. was one of those things um it basically came through my my whole family here like a wildfire. I had it, and then my sister and uh, my stepmom and my dad had it, and kind of threw the, the whole holiday season up in the flux. But once again, you know, the kids didn't go without. They were able to enjoy the holidays, and and shout out to to my sisters for holding it down while I was in quarantine. Cause I had my daughter here over the holidays. So, and, and, and it was kind of funny because I'll be honest with you, you know, it was, I was kind of on the fence as far as a believer at first in COVID. And I had just got this new job and I'm excited to be working again. And boom, within the first two weeks of working, I get COVID. And the only reason I knew is because I lost my sense of taste and smell which, me losing my sense of smell is normal because I have allergies. But it's like I came home from work one night and I was eating my dinner and I couldn't tell you what it tastes like at all. And so that was another thing to go, go through. So here we are now. They have vaccines out. I hope everybody's getting vaccinated. We're getting vaccinated. Uh, Jessica's already got vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. And I'm getting vaccinated. So it's just like... Let's do what we have to do in the sense of taking care of one, one another because we want everything to open back up and we can get out and enjoy each other once again. I know uh, a lot of us have missed hanging around with our friends and stuff. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people have been very cautious and some people over cautious, but I don't blame anybody for how you handle this thing. 
throughout this whole pandemic. But now, since they have the vaccines in place, let's help each other out by getting out and getting vaccinated. Yep. So, yeah. Same thing happened to me. Like, everything else was going good in my life. I mean, I was going, you know, working, grinding, making money, taking care of the kids, virtual school for an entire year. Can you guys imagine doing virtual school with a kindergartner? Right. I don't know if you guys did that the whole year. All I know is that, yeah, I have a five-year-old and she's very demanding. I will say this, my soon-to-be 10-year-old, she'll be 10 on Tuesday, right. was very good in virtual school. She actually did really good. She got straight A's. Like, That's crazy. Yes. And here's the crazy thing. Her oldest daughter and my youngest daughter actually share the same birthday. Yeah, <laughs> that's 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 crazy. I mean, because we've been <laughs> friends for such a long time, it's kind of like a friendship that intertwines like that. That's I don't know if you even call it weird or strange, but that's nuts. Her oldest daughter and my youngest daughter they actually share the same birthday, the exact same birthday. So when we would do stuff, it's like, oh, you know, Jayla's birthday, oh, and Jocelyn's birthday. Right. But that is that's a tight friendship to know that a lot of y'all can't say that. Right. <laughs> but I will say, yeah. So, you know, she did really good in virtual school. So, yeah, that was, it's been, we're almost there. We got about 19 more days, 18 actually, to right. be exact, because I've been counting. And then I told them that they're going back to camp because they need to be around more kids. She's in, just ready to get them out. In the addition house. <laughs> to them going to camp, yeah, because I'm working from home right now. So, you know, I'm, I've been at home since March of last year. So, imagine being at home, you're working full time, turn around. And then you have the kids as well. It's a lot of being in the same house. So between my house and my mom's house, because I go back and forth because she helps me out a lot with them. And Ashley's house too, because between them three houses, like we are going here, there, and there. But I say to say that I ended up catching COVID in January. Now, you know, that really took me mentally because I actually did everything Everybody will tell you I'm one of the most safest persons when it comes to COVID. Right. Like, you know, I'm like, wear your mask, do this. I don't know. You know, I'm just very cautious. Like, even my birthday, in a sense, was we were all supposed to go out to eat for my birthday. I never did go because of COVID. I was like, I'm not going to a restaurant. Like, I am one of them people. So, for me to catch COVID, like, I got sick. It was, like, on a Friday. I had just got real sick all of a sudden. I just wasn't feeling good. And I'm like, well, dang, what's wrong with me? Like, I couldn't shake it so i was like okay maybe it's a flu so then i started catching fevers and chills i didn't lose my taste and smell right away probably by day four is when i started losing it but then it just wouldn't go away and i was like dang i really need to go to the doctor so i went to the urgent care and then they were like so i'm thinking it's the flu because i'm like ain't no way i got covid like i that was the last thing i thought they were going to tell me because i am very safe hands and hands and here's the crazy thing about it like (laughs) Everybody treated COVID like it's some kind of disease. I mean, it's it's a a virus, but it's like, oh, they got that COVID. And it's like a whisper when you say yeah. it. But it's like, it's all fun and games till it come knocking at your door. Exactly. And especially for someone who's working from home and don't leave their house <laughs> and contracted it, that's, that's nuts. I mean, that gives you more cause to panic. That gives you more cause for concern because it's like man she wasn't really coming out that house i'll be honest with you i mean you know she really didn't leave the house at all i didn't even fool with people right within that last year if you weren't in my inner circle 
Like, I mean, I know we shot the Shop Talk episode, but I was really, like, paranoid with shooting that. Right. But, but we made it through that. We, Nobody had COVID. I mean, yeah. you didn't get it until it, January. It's I mean, January. I mean, it's we sanitizing I, like crazy, washing our hands like crazy. Yes. I got, like, 15 things a lot. So, all right now, still left over. I mean, I know the, the um, stock has gone back up and more stores are have it but i i went overkill and buying lysol wipes and lysol spray and stuff can you tell them about my house right and so <laughs> she had everything and, and she go and make a store runs like huh i bought you some wipes and i'm just like okay thank you i got enough but yeah. hey i'm gonna take them but i'm looking after because that's my brother so i'm of course i'm gonna look after right him. so it's, it's just like crazy so here we are you know back in this thing and and hopefully you all have, have made it through. I know a lot of people lost um, family members and loved ones along the, the way. And, and our deepest condolences um, to your loved ones or, mm-hmm. or friends or just family or whoever. But we still have to take this thing serious right now. I, 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 I kind of feel like, in a sense, it's got lax. Some people have let up. Yeah. And it's, it's like we still have work to do. Yeah, there's, there's still work to do. Because even if you're vaccinated, I actually have a coworker that caught it and she's vaccinated, and it was like, whoa! But her cases were mild. Like she right. just, she doesn't have it as bad as I did. Because I had a fever for eight days. I was in the bed for eight days. I was feeling like if I could say the word, I would. But that's how I was feeling. All right, like crap, crap, crap. Yeah, major <laughs> crap. Like I called him. I'm like, I was, I was calling people like, you know, just make sure my key is straight. Like I was on that right. level of not knowing because I was making a final, final declaration. Like, <laughs> hey, if I check up out of this thing, you know, because I'm at home by myself. So can right. you imagine your home by yourself? Nobody's there, and then it can take you in a mental place too. Because mentally, it messed with me because it's like, dang, like how did this come around? Like you know, and then my mama caught it, my kids caught it. But one thing, I didn't get them tested, but I knew they caught it because. I was talking to the nurses and they were telling me, you know, kids will catch a cough or, you know, they'll have like a cough for a day and then it'll go away. Or like my youngest had a fever and then it went away. So I knew that they had it. And then my mama, you know, shout out to my mama. Like, I'm going to keep saying it. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. You know, I had people in the past tell me, oh, Jessica, how she is with your mama. No, my mama's the goat. I don't care what nobody says. My mama had both of my kids. And was working. She worked. I couldn't work. That's how out of it I was. My mama worked. And she had COVID. And she had. She lost her taste and smell. She had the cough. She wasn't feeling good. But she didn't have the case like being. But my mama is the true goat. But I say that to say. Just got to watch who you who you hang around too. Like I'm, I'm just going to say it like that. Like you never know. I mean yeah. Because everybody isn't as cautious as you are. Exactly. So it's just like. If you've been doing everything the right way. And then you have somebody that you that, that you're hanging around. And they're not with the same precautions that you have. And then boom. That's how you get it. Mm-hmm. And you know. It's just like. If I see somebody that's been out kicking it in the club. And stuff. I'm like. Oh yeah. But I've been over here kicking it. Just doing what I supposed to do. Is, especially now. Like I just go to work. Come home. Make sure I'm washing my hands daily. Make sure I'm sanitizing daily. Make sure I'm wiping down all my devices. That's another thing. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people fail to realize that. Wipe down your cell phones. Like, do you guys know that that's germy? Right. You getting that? Like, let's say you go in the store, you touch your phone. That's germs. Like, wipe down your cell phone and wear your mask. You know what? <laughs> I can go on a whole other spill about the mask situation right. because clearly. 
first time I've gotten out since COVID was I took my kids to the fair. My kids ain't been nowhere in a year. So I'm like, okay, you guys, if we're going here, we're going to do right. First, we're going to go when ain't nobody up here because I don't want to be in a big, large crowd. So, you know, my best friend, she went with me too. Our kids are the same age. And I remember calling Jamal. Jamal was like, just going to go. Like, he's asking me, like, Jessica, man, you going to go on and go? Like, you going to take the kids? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and take them. Like, you know. And so I took them. I kid you not. You could literally, when you walk in there, it was just like, you would have thought the pandemic was over. Right. It I was because at that time, I think, um, not to talk about where we live, but I think that time, the, the, the mass mandate. Yeah, the mass mandate was up here. So, what could you say? I mean, yeah. it's like, you want people to still mask up, but some people have been waiting basically to, to be mass free. And I want to be just as mass free as, as the next person. But at the same time, me being in a position where I caught COVID and seeing it hit my household strong, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take every, still remain to take every precautionary possible because I don't want to go back down that road. And the way it did me versus the way it did my family, it was different volumes. You know, it's just different ways the way it did us. So it's like, I still take every precaution possible because I don't want to put anybody else in that situation or put myself back in that situation because at this time i think they say you can go three months without getting it after you got it well my three months are up and i don't want to go back down that road again yeah i mean see i'm vaccinated like i went and got the shot and i would say this like when i went to that fair i, I will give them credit the fair because when as soon as they were on rise they were spraying those rides down they were wiping it down so i would give them that credit because they definitely did all their safety precautions but you just got people that just don't want to wear masks i mean your choice you know hey whatever but i just feel like that was a lot but you know i'm, I'm starting to do a little bit more with them just like kind of like slowly because a whole year in the house that can mess with you mentally too and another thing i wanted to talk about real quick before we go into the next um segment is the mental aspect of this year because mentally i think it drained a lot of us right Right. I mean, a lot of us just checked out. And that's okay. I mean, it's it's totally fine to check out. I mean, as long as you know, you know that you've checked out. Yeah. So you can get help to check back in because it's, it's just been a rough year. I mean, a lot of people took losses. A lot of people ain't going to admit to it. And I don't expect people to admit to the L's that they took. And like I said, early on, this was just totally off script. But like I, at this point... I don't care. It's like I took that L last year on the chin, but I kept moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody knew it. I ain't, you know, like I said, nobody, I mean, my own family didn't know it. That's how close I kept it to the vest. Yeah. Like, my folks didn't even know that I had lost my job. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the money kept flowing, wasn't nobody hurting, wasn't nobody missing no meals. So they couldn't tell that I was out of work. I mean, and that's just how it was, but... It's like, you know, if you went through that stuff, you know, pull yourself back together. You know, get in with your support system. That's what they're there for. Um, that's, you know, that's what you need them around for, just to reel everything back in. So don't be ashamed that you took some L's. I mean, it happens. That's life. That's life, yeah. You're going to take L's no matter what you do. Like, it, everything with that, because you always come out stronger. And also, with your mental, go go talk. If you need to go talk to a counselor or if you need to talk to a therapist, that's what they're there for. Right. That's that's like the biggest stigma in our, or one of the biggest stigmas in our community is just like, 
you know, going to seek help, going to counseling. There's nothing wrong with it. That's perfectly fine. I mean, I'm here to tell you that it's perfectly okay to go see see a therapist. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nothing against that because who knows where you are, where your breaking point is, and you might be right there on the brink. So if you need that assistance, seek help. Yep, because I definitely went to therapy, and therapy did wonders for me. It it brought a lot of a, a lot of things to attention that I didn't know I was going through, as far as trauma and just you know life in general. And it helped. I honestly am ready to go back. I'm not saying I'm dealing with anything mentally, but you know, just it helped me be able to vent to somebody that isn't like a friend. You know, this is a, a stranger, and they're built to do this. So. Definitely wanted to go into that with COVID. You know, you guys take care of your mental health. You know, that's my main thing. Take care of your mental health. Take care of your physical health. I'm working out now. I'm taking boxing classes. And that's shocking. But I'm happy for it. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm, really, me. I'm really happy, you though, for real. You me. I mean, look, and, look, that was a good one. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Whereas a lot of people have came on, I, I've kind of fallen off and I'll admit to that. Mm -hmm. And it's time for me to get back on track. So when she was just like, oh, Jamal, I'm doing this and I'm going over here. Do you want to come? I'm like, what? <laughs> but here we are. So it's just like, it's time to get back on track. Shout out to everybody out there taking care of their bodies. No matter where you are right now, you know, let's get back into it. I mean, hold me accountable. I'll even start posting pictures if that's what it's going to take. Yeah, let's hold you accountable. I think we should do that. Like, we should do, like, a little challenge to hold you accountable of this to make sure that you get back in this gym. Because I'm in the gym, baby. I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym for every bit of a few months. And now she's like, I'm just saying. Like, I, I could tell. Like, I know, he I know when I walked in, he probably was like, dang, like, Jessica, really? Yeah, because I'm. She the go to working now. I'm just saying. Like, it really helped me mentally. Like right. all the frustrations of this year, me going to my kickboxing class, like being able to punch that bag and, you know, learning all those hooks and stuff. It's just like, OK, whoo, I feel just so much better. Like my mama said, you just look so light. <laughs> you used to be so heavy. It's just like now you're like, ooh. But another thing, too, is, you know, women. Me and you know, we gained a couple weight within this quarantine. Like I know I ain't the size I used to be. So it was like, okay, I gotta get back to feeling feeling myself. You know, and let's just go into the next segue as far as the next segue we're gonna call this is called talk your ish segue. So talk your ish. Let's see. Me and Jamal had a conversation the other day. Who was this? Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Saturday. It was Saturday, so Go I had a situation <laughs> that has popped up in my life that has not been in my life for a very, very, very long time. So I was telling Jamal about the situation. I was telling him about, you know, the messages and stuff I was receiving. And I was telling him, like, man, like, because to be honest, y'all, I don't have no drama. Like, I don't have no drama. I don't have no mess. Like, yeah, I got stuff here and there. But as far as, like, relationship problems or man problems like i don't have that right like i i really don't like i went through a spell that i did but now it's like these past six months have just been like chill to me like i'm getting everything to get well more than six months about nine see yeah about nine months nine ten months like it's just been real like focusing on me stacking my bank you know getting the girl straight Met, working on my 
physical, my mental, everything. She just saying she ain't been fast in about nine months, guys. That's what she's saying. She ain't been fast. No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. But no, for real. <laughs> we, we had this conversation. Good and, one. Um, it was one of those yeah. things that it's just like, you know, you be chilling. You got everything going and somebody just come in out of nowhere and it's just disturb your peace. Disturb my peace. So, in the messages, I'm literally saying that. Like, look, if you come in to mess with my piece, like, it's on and popping. But, you know, I think people that do try to, they know you ain't got nothing to lose. Right. Like, I really feel like. They don't have anything. They don't have. Not you. you know, they I'm yeah. saying, like, they, they don't, don't have, have anything, anything to lose, lose, but they know I have something to lose. Right. That's what I was trying to say. They know I have something to lose. Right. So, no matter how bad they poke at me. Because they, it's it's all a game for them. Yeah, it it's is. like it's like you know you, you it's it's if I get somebody that's good, but if I don't, oh well, it's like I ain't lose anything. Exactly. I, I tried, I failed, but I ain't losing anything. I can just go back to doing what I was. Mm-hmm. But as for you, it's like why you come messing with me? But you know I'm chill, like hey, right. Hey, hey. I'm out the way. And like. Talked or even thought about it in two years, right? And then here you come on this. I mean, things change. What the, what the world like? Right, it's the, like I'm out the way, and you and you come out of left field. Yes, disturbing my peace. Disturbing my peace. So when she's saying talk your ish, she like don't come disturbing Disturb her peace. peace. Please do not. PSA: Don't come <laughs> disturbing my peace, because I guarantee you. I mean, I ain't gonna do nothing, because clearly I have things to lose. Like I'm right. Like right. I say, I'm a successful black woman. Just saying. So, and I'm a great mother. You know, I have all these things going on. But I would say this: like I'm cutting you off. Like there's not nothing you can do to come back and be like, oh, just nah. I don't want to hear that. Like if your intentions aren't good, please go on about your business. Because a lot of times their intentions aren't good. Because they only want one thing. That thing. That thing. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but that's what it is. Uh, like, you're, you're disturbing my peace. So, if you know you don't have good intentions, like, if you want to check on me to see how it's going, and if I give you the time of day to respond and let you know how things are going, okay, cool. But if you're pressing the issue and you see that I'm not interested, it's like, don't get mad if I just block you. Or don't get mad if you got an iPhone and it go green. That lets you know. You've been put on the block list. Yes. Right? And see, I think I have a problem with this too. It's crazy because me and my brother were talking about this on the way when I was on my way over here. Um, I had called him to ask him some stuff or whatever. And I, he was telling me like how he be he blocks people now. Like my brother has cut off a lot of his homeboys because they have disturbed his peace. And he was just like, Man, I'm in a place where I just don't even want to be bothered. Like I'm just like I'm chilling. And I was telling him, he said, because you know, before we the type of people we got like to get our point across. And right. that's me. Like, and I feel like people know that about me. Like, if I'm into it with you, like, I'm the type, I'm going to say what I got to say. Apparently, I'm argumentative. Like, I, I, I've heard several times I like to argue. But that's not the case. If you do something wrong, I'm going to call you out on it. That's that's the thing. Right. So, you can't come to me saying, oh, why did you do this? And not expect a response. But my brother, get, like, literally gave me like the best advice in the car he was just like look let them have it like what what are they doing like let let them have whatever they want to have let them you know that's them because at the end of the day look at you and look at them right i was like dang man like 
at you growing up. Mind you, he's the oldest. But this was like for him to give me that advice, like to let him have it, because I'm telling you, I'm like straight shooter. And I'm when I get mad, like I want to let it out. So I'm going to snap. I'm going to say what I need to say. And that's what it's going to be. But I'm learning to just let it be. And just, you know what? You can have it. Because at the end of the day, like you're missing out, not me. So I, I give that. So please PSA again, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Don't disturb my peace because I'm over here chilling. I don't let you disturb my peace. So you don't disturb. <laughs> I ain't talking to you. I know you don't. I'm, I'm talking to whomever peace. listens to this podcast that <laughs> decides that they want to disturb my peace. Please don't. Okay. Hit the button on that one. Hit the button on this one. Like this one. <laughs> <laughs> or. Yeah, don't disturb her, please. Please don't. Thank yeah. you. Thank um, you for that. But let me ask you this, though. Another question about talking ish. And this is kind of, sort of. How do you shoot your shot? So put me on fresh, I'm saying, like, as a woman. Okay. So, segue. How can I give you? How can you give me advice on shooting my shot? So, as I'm going to As a woman. So, I'm going to tell you. I had a conversation with my child's father, the oldest one. And he was telling me that. Hey, you need to start shooting your shot. Like, do you understand a man really likes it when you shoot your shot? And I was like, what? Like, wait but, a minute. Like, how? But when has it ever been? I ain't going to say when has it ever been. It's not a common thing for a woman yes. to say something to a man. Exactly. So I was like, how do you shoot your shot? Like, that was my mindset. It was like, what do I say? Like, let's say I see somebody and I think they're cute. What would I say to them to shoot my shot? I don't know. I don't even know at this point. It's just like, you kind of start feeling old. Like, I'd have been out for so long. It's, yeah. It's like, I don't know. I mean, what, what, just tell him I think you're cute. I don't know. I like, mean, that's, that's what I said. And he was like, man, that's lame. I'm like, well, what do you do? Tell him, do the eyes emoji. I'm like, dude, how old are we? We in our 30s. Even if you're doing the eyes emoji, that means you have to still say something to exactly. get Exactly. I just thought that was just something I wanted to bring up. Because I'm like, how can a woman shoot their shot? So, Listen, if you guys are listening to this, I want you guys to comment on that. How does a woman shoot their shot to you? So let's say a woman approaches you. If this is something that is approaching, how would a woman shoot their shot to you? Has a woman ever been in your inbox and shot their shot to you? Yeah, I mean, but... But like, what do they say? I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I mean... <laughs> is it like a, hey, how you doing? Oh, it's just like coming on the picture that I post or... Or, uh, you know, just say something slick, but then you have to read it out. Like, is she hitting on me or is she just complimenting the picture? You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, you got to feel that out. Exactly. Because then you don't want to feel like an ass. Exactly. If they're not hitting, <laughs> hitting on you. you. What so, if they just think it's a nice picture? And right. that's what I was telling them. Like, how, what, what if I see this person and I'm like, dang, like, you know, I'm writing something and then, like, they think I'm shooting, they shooting the shot or whatever. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I never know. And, and apparently, this is a thing for women, women nowadays. Like, a lot of women shoot their shot. I'm like, right. really? But at the same token, it's just like, as my dad would say, ain't nothing but two things a woman can say, <laughs> yay or nay. So, even if you shoot and get turned down, whatever. 
But even if you didn't know you were shooting, get turned out. But it's like, do you still feel some kind of way? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, it's just like, well, I read that wrong. I thought it was one thing. But as a woman, it's different because I feel like if a woman puts herself out there to shoot that shot at a guy that they think is attractive, and they shoot him down, it's like, dang, like. Well, does it stop you from wanting to do it again? I don't know. Probably. But like you, I'm gonna talk. I don't hey, like rejection. What's the saying? You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's true. So it's just like if you get Shout shot out down the flowers. Once, flowers always be having them perfect. You, you shoot a line. shot once and get turned down. Is that gonna deter me from shooting another shot? No. I mean, I'm gonna shoot again. But that's a man's way of thinking. A man is gonna think that way. They're gonna be like, oh, oh well, here go it's another like, one. Check Chuck E. Cheese on the little basketball. <laughs> that ball coming back to me. I'm gonna shoot it again. And I'm, but see, a woman doesn't think that way. A woman's not gonna think like, oh well. They're gonna think like, dang, like I done did this first time I ever put myself out there. But it's not a first. I mean, we 32. You didn't, you didn't try to talk to a guy. So I mean, you may not do it at this point in life. But you, no. you've never shot your shot. No. Oh well. I mean, hey. Like I, I flirted. That's. Assist, I guess that's I mean, a sense. Yeah, that's a yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, I flirted. Like, especially when I was in college. Like, if I see somebody in college that I used to think was good, I'd be sitting there and just talking to them. But here's the thing, too. That's when you were out. So, it was easy to, to come across and do these type of things when you yeah. were out at those point in times. But, like, now, we grown. We ain't. I mean, not knocking nobody who's still clubbing or whatever. Yeah. When has anybody ever seen me in the club since I've been back? Now, I'll go to a lounge. I'll go to the movies. Mm-hmm. I'll go out to eat. All right, happy hour you to death. But <laughs> so will. It's just, like, <laughs> it's just like, I mean, where are you to be in the sense of shooting your shot? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like you're not even out like that. And then you don't want to seem like a creep. Yeah, like not but really you know what? You would be surprised. Sliding in somebody's inbox. And I know it happens, yeah. but still, you don't want to be that woman. Because <laughs> a man, I said, us guys don't care. But you don't want to be that woman. Exactly. Sliding to somebody. And then to get turned down, that's going to make you feel like a, a real deal ass. You know what it is about me? Like, if I did that, I would think about the guy actually coming in and, like, showing his homeboys that you tried to do that. That would, like, embarrass the crap out of me. Can you imagine, like, y'all in the barbershop, shop talk. Y'all in the barbershop, right? And then they, like, they shooting their shot at it. And they, like... I'm looking at my phone now. My child done called me twice. My five year old. I don't know what she want. But um, you you shooting your shot, and then all of a sudden you get a met like they showing they homeboy man. Look, just gonna shot that shot and look what man. Look, look how she done wrote me. She desperate out here in these streets, and it's just like, nah, I don't, I don't want nobody to ever have that satisfaction. Who's really doing it? I mean, you still have guys that shoot, shoot. If you're talking to them kind of guys, that's that's a problem. But then you don't know if they're that type of guy though. I mean, yeah, but still, why you worried? I mean, why would you be concerned? Because at that point in time, if it don't get back to you, how you going to know? That's true. But what if it do get back to me? I mean, you have had that situation I before. I have had that situation it, before it where it got back to me. That's what I'm saying. saying. What if it got it's, back to me? But is that a big deal? Is that like a deal breaker? Do, does that make you unattractive at that point? No. All right, then. So what does it matter? Like, dang, Because man. in their mind, I, I bet even if they did, now, they, now we're talking and about I'll it. And i say this. If they showing somebody that mean that you're worthy enough for them to show. Because I bet they homeboy like, dang, well, if you ain't going to get it, I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just real. I'm just saying. Like, That's real. Because if it's an ugly duckling, they ain't showing like, hey, man, such and such, hit me up. 
Uh, but if they see a Jessica in their inbox, Jessica that don't go nowhere, because a lot of people probably don't even think I still stay in Huntsville because they, I'm. If you ain't in Madison, I ain't seeing you. I was right. Like I said, I ain't been on Northside. I don't know how long. Well, when I want to go get my COVID shot, it's funny because I had to drive to Fayetteville. That's the last time I've been on this side. <laughs> right. So it's just like one of the things like, hey, man, you know. You don't see me out in these streets. I don't be in these streets. At least you're worthy enough to be shown. You can be in one of those situations that you're not even. Worthy. Yeah, you can be that little ugly duckling that. Ooh. But you know what? Them. But you know what's so crazy? The unattractive people or people that you might think in their eyes, those be the ones that be like super confident. Like, for real. I mean, if you've been. And I'm not calling nobody ugly. Yeah, we're not. But if you've been that person your whole life, you got to go about building a certain kind of confidence. Mm -hmm. So it's just like I applaud anybody with any kind of confidence because that's what it takes to make it in this world. You know, we talked about that too. Remember we were talking about how people like they do things out of their comfort box and then we didn't know that they were able to do that. Like I feel like that's that's a that's a major comfort to do that and that's why i wanted to bring the segue about you know shooting your shot because that's something i just i don't know if i can do yet but i'm gonna try it though because you know might as well it's 2021 i'm trying to be in these streets this summer no i'm not not wait a minute yeah, wait right. a minute hold on wait a minute not in that kind of way not guys. in that kind of way i can tell you that yeah look he know <laughs> but i'm saying in the sense of I'm really like over COVID, so I'm really she like. She just want to go happy hour, you know. She want to go have I, a couple. I don't even drink though. Whatever. But the thing is, I don't drink. You know, uh, I don't she drink. Can go have some wine or something. I mean, you get barely water, if anything. I went to um. Ooh, shout out to a black-owned business that I went to, and I wanted to shock them out. You know, I know whatever. Um, love marriage Huntsville. Black. Mm-hmm. That's actually a straight like place. I haven't been. Yeah, I haven't been yet. you gonna have to go there. I'm gonna check like it's straight it's not real crowded it's not one of them it's really like you chill you have a drink kind of a lounge type like a lounge type yeah but it's a cigar bar right it is but you're not smoking lounge it's a cigar lounge but you're not smoking in like that but they have an area to where you do that at but not all over okay so most definitely check them out yeah it's straight they had the outdoor with the patio and stuff like that Excuse me. I thought that was really good. And then there's another place that they open up. It's right behind Casablanca on University. Um, it's the fourth quarter reloaded or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ashley was telling me about that. They went last weekend after the comedy show. Shout out to them too. They Ashley said that place real straight. It's really spaced out, you know, and it's not you can't smoke in there, which I like places like that because I'm over the I mean, little I smoke. Even, I don't even go places that they still. Yeah. I mean. And no, no offense to anybody who smokes, but it's just like yeah, that's you. you know, I'm not, you. I'm not dressing up to go anywhere at this point in my life to come home smelling like smoke. Exactly, all your hair and your clothes, and you gotta go home, and then it be in your car, and you right. know you don't smoke. Like I'm over that place in life. So I mean, leaving a place with a cigarette taste in your mouth, and you hadn't had the first cigarette ever. It's just like ugh. So, but I say it's like that place. Um, those are the two places that you know I would say check out because. I, I haven't been to the fourth quarter place, but Black was really chill. Like, Wings was all right. I ain't going to say they were like 100% good, but they were straight. I mean, they were edible. You know? Just saying. I don't know about the drinks because I don't drink. Like, I don't like to drink and drive. So, if I do drink, I want somebody to drive for me. But majority of the time, I don't really. I'm not a drinker. I had a water. But, I mean, the water was good. <laughs> Just saying. It was. Shout out to the H2O. Shout out to the H2O. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Well, Jamal. Let's see. 
Anything else we want to discuss here? I want to talk about some music real quick before we end this episode. Um, guess what I listened to the other day? What's that? Freedom Summer by Translee. I think you should listen to it. I'm gonna check it out. Check it out. I'm gonna tell you why. I was he had did a freestyle and I had reposted it in my stories, and it was off of a Drake beat. And I was like, you know, everybody. Cause I say check him out because he's a local. Well, he's not a local artist. He's in Atlanta. He's big. He signed Ti and all that. Everybody knows who Translee is, but he's from the city. So I, in my mind, I'm like, man, no rapper from the city. You know how you think that, right? But like, dude can flow. So when I heard it, I was like, hey, let me check out this Freedom Summer album. Like, let me see what you're talking about. I literally listened from the first song to the last song, and I'm like, OMG, I'm a fan. Cause I don't know, like, rap to me. Like, yeah, I like my trap rap. Don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes I'm in the car and I'm definitely rocking Lil Baby. I'm on some mulattoes, like one of my favorite too. You know, I, I had those moments. But then, like, sometimes I like to listen to, like, that conscious rap too. So, and and just, you know, people that can actually flow. Right. So, Translee has a really, that Freedom Summer. And it's like, it was it came out in 2018. But just, I'm, I'm when you drop something new, you got a fan. Just saying. I know you got one of millions, but just know. Just a fan. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. Any new music you listen to? Or are you just on your yeah, same stuff? Really. If it ain't Jeezy, he ain't trying here. Well, I've been on, I listen to New Raw Wave. I, that money bag, yo. I've been on it. You know, i just been. So how's the money bag? Yo, I ain't, hear, I ain't he's heard trying, that. He's just turned on Let It Ride. Let It Ride. Yeah. So I actually checked it out last week when it dropped. Mm. So and I'm about to fire the grill up today, so. I might have it playing today. Uh, get my Pandora on, though. Just depending on how I feel. Might even go old school. From the country. I'm a country boy, so might be on the album some uh, Sir Charles Jones or something like that. <laughs> you just never know. Just depending oh, on how man. I feel. Oh, man. Sir Charles Jones. Well, all right. Well, I guess that's it. Like, hey, we got this episode out the way. We're back. Yeah. Shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out like to I you. said, it was me. It was totally on me. I've been it really was. I'll tell you this, and I'm not going to drop where I work or who I work for. It's really like stressful, mm-hmm. and and I know she thinks it's just like I be flaking, but I really just don't be wanting to move. It's like man, I, I had to come to him today, FYI. I was like, do I need to just come to you? And I said, yeah, because and he said, yeah, I knew then. Because at first I was like, I had to ask him a couple of times too. I'm gonna put him on blast for a second. I was like, do you really want to do this again? I said, because I can I can find you a replacement. He says, well, you trying to place me? You trying to place me? I'm like, I need to know, like, because I feel like we have people that have been waiting for us to shoot another episode. Like, you understand, when I told them I'm getting ready to shoot, they're like, oh, for real, Jessica? Like, and I'm like, yeah. Like, I actually shot an episode about... I took the blame at the beginning of the show. Yeah, but I'm still going to do it if I see. That's me. <laughs> I can't forget. I, I was told that. Look, I was told that I hold on to stuff. <laughs> but I, did, I mean, I will be honest. It, it's, it's been me. I mean, like I said... Just trying to find a uh, new work-life balance. Uh, and I know it's going to take some time, but we're back in this thing. I mean, we, we, we'll get it back going. And we'll be very consistent, we especially as, thing, as everything starts to loosen up and get lax. We'll, we'll shoot more and more. Yeah, we're going to think of some more episodes. I know we probably need to do another shop talk after a year of COVID. I want to see where everybody's head is. Right, right, right. So, we'll get that done. Yeah, we'll get that done. That'll be our next stressful thing to do. we got to check everybody's schedule, see where everybody at, you know. Everybody's so busy, so it's kind of hard. But we'll try to get it done for y'all because, you know, you guys matter. But thank you guys for tuning back in to us. I yes, know you guys, thank you. We made it. Us. 
Hopefully we get more viewers and more views and more likes and more. You know everything. what's crazy? We got more viewers when we was like not Doing playing. Anything, yeah, right. it, they were up. Like I checked it and I was like, dang, like everybody like it seemed like people more people were listening to it. People were telling me they would listen to it on Facebook that I did not think actually listen to the podcast. I was like, you check out they was like, yeah, I'm like, what? You listen to our podcast? I wasn't expecting to hear that. So that was dope. So yep, we are back in full effect. Thank you guys for tuning in today. This has been the J&J Podcast. I'm Jamal. And I am Jessica. And we're out. Peace.